0: To the fourth episode of the Bailed Up Podcast, where we talk about all the latest news in the cricketing world. Today, my name's Albie, and today on the Bailed Up Podcast, we're going to be talking about some breaking news. So, on today, uh, as always, we'll have the weekly whack, then we'll have predictions, predictions, um, where we we'll review on past predictions from the last episodes, and then we'll have um, a new segment called Water Snag, which is I review a moment or tell you guys about a moment that has come up in the cricketing world that has just been absolutely phenom- uh, phenomenal phenomenal um, and it should be highlighted because it's so good so on to that first to the weekly whack so on to the podcast to the weekly whack Welcome to the Weekly Whack where I give a quick summary about the fortnight's news in the cricketing world and give a bit of a summary of what's happening around the world in the lovely game of cricket. Now today's a very important edition of the Weekly Whack with some breaking news coming through throughout the week. Obviously, there's a Tim Payne off-field scandal, and I'll be also talking about the WBBL and Australia's triumphant and victorious win over New Zealand to become champions um, of the T20 World Cup. So, on to the first thing of the Tim Payne. So, during the week, um, some... Text messages were released of Tim Payne over some very inappropriate text messages that um, he took part in with a former female colleague back in 2017. So, it's very disappointing and he quit as test captain um, and resigned. So, that was back in 2017. Obviously, he's bringing back some um, pretty bad times, um, obviously being... um, being found out again and all that stuff so so ca the cricket australia had already dealt with that um problem back in 2017 and they are also telling the media that it was quite a mistake for um them to announce of tim payne as the captain of the um australian test cricket team after or just the cricket team in general in early 2017 after early um, 2018 sorry after the um the text messages or the uh the scandal happened in 2017 so that was just a a bit of a mistake um Tim Payne and the Cricket Australia made so a bit disappointing there from Tim Payne he has um resigned as Test captain so um some Former legends of the game, like Mark War and people like that, are just saying that he should step away from the game altogether and shouldn't play any more cricket because what he's done is just um, not okay. And saying those sort of things, obviously, um, he still needs to wicket-keep for Australia. So it would be good to see him wicket-keep, but what he's done is not okay. So um, we'll... And I'll keep talking about this. Will Who will be the next test captain? So obviously... Um, Tim, C- Tim Payne was captain, and then Pat Cummins was the vice-captain of Australia's test team. So, will that put Pat Cummins in line for Australia's ne- um, next role as test captain? Um, from some research, he will become the first test captain that is a pace bowler in, in 65 years. So that's quite amazing that they've put him, um... Uh, he's. they've been talking in, in the media to Travis Head, who was also a former vice-captain of the Test cricket team. He's also in the squad um, of the Ashes Tour, that he like oozes leadership and should um, definitely be Australia's next captain. So it'll be good to see what kind of role Pat Cummins will play and what addition um, he will bring to the side as a leader in just the case of a pace bowler. So it'll be good to see what he brings to the side um, as a pace bowler and a captain. It's just very interesting. Pat Cummins is known for his bowling, but hopefully he can be known for his leadership qualities as well. So on to the next part of the weekly whack. The WBBL, the star-studded at Sydney Sixers, have finished bottom of the WBBL ladder, which is a bit disappointing. Obviously, they've got Shafali Verma, Nicole Bolton, Alyssa Healy, Elise Perry, Um. And they've got a few young players. They've got uh, Stella Campbell and Maitland Brown. So, their star-studded team could not get into the finals this year. They looked good early on in the competition, but they just finished last. They couldn't get in their rhythm. Um, also, very um, new, very recent news, Elise Villani scores a century to win um, the last game of the home-and-away season. They needed... Um, uh, eight runs or something like that off the last over. Hits a four and then hits a six to bring up 100 not out. So that's amazing for her. And then Smitty Mandana um, Indian Import for the Sydney Thunder. Sydney Thunder finishing second last on the WBBL ladder, but this is the highlight. Um, she equaled the highest ever WBBL total with 114 not out. Um, and she... Played an amazing innings there, um, showed her class, um, but couldn't bring them. Um, couldn't bring her team home. So that's all I have for the WBBL. I'll also just tell you the um, what the ladder is looking like for the WBBL. What it's looking at now for the finals is that um, Perth Scorchers will go straight into the final because they finished top on the ladder. So that means that the Perth Scorchers will or the final of the WBBL will be played in Perth in um of the stadium, so that would be great. Um, the top four is Perth Scorchers first, Melbourne Renegades second, Brisbane Heat third, and then Adelaide Strikers fourth. So that's all we have for the WBBL. Next is some very outstanding and exciting news Australia win the T20 World Cup against New Zealand um obviously most of you um listeners would have heard this very exciting stuff um beat their rivals over, over the cross of the tasman sea so that's amazing mitch marsh um finishes on 77 plays a vital role in winning also scores the fastest ever sanctuary in a final no, fastest ever half sanctuary sorry in a um in a grand final of a t20 world cup ever so that's great for him david warner also got a um a half sanctuary and had a great role with mitch marsh and mitch marsh's first three balls were a a six a four and a four so they just showed what sort of form he is in and then um of course as glenn maxwell like he is um uh showed what um, what he can do and he hit the winnings runs with a very signature uh backward reverse scoop or whatever it is so that's all we have time for today on the weekly whack where i summarize everything we have talked about the um will, pa- will pat cummins be- become australia's next test captain will we see in the coming weeks that will be very interesting to reflect on in the next few weeks so i'll be back from the weekly whack in the next few weeks coming day so see you later and that's all we have time for so see you next time in the weekly work Welcome to Predictions, where I predict um, things that are happening in the cricketing world based off my own opinions. So here's what we have for today. I will be the only thing we have for today for Predictions. Um, the first 11 that we'll be playing in the first Ashes Test of the summer at the Gabba. So I've just, it's a pretty plain um. Uh, a first eleven based on what the um the squad is that they've selected recently. So I'll just start with that. Pat Cummins recently um uh probably going to become Australia's next Test captain. So I've put him as captain, and then I don't know if this is going to happen. I haven't really decided um a uh vo- vice captain, but I've put minus Labashane as a vice captain because Pat Cummins is a pace bowler and. Minus Labashan has a fair bit of experience, but I don't think that will happen. Travis Head was also the um, last uh, vice-captain, but he is not included in my side, so I he is not the vice-captain. If he is in the side, he is probably going to be vice-captain. Next is Josh Hazelwood. Off the back of some extraordinary form in the T20 format, so hopefully he can bring some of those tricks Um his tricks of the trade towards the um the longest format of the game, the most challenging format. Um, so I've got him, and then Mitchell Stark obviously hasn't been in great form, but we always see from Mitchell Stark that he is um just fast and at a sort of gabba pitch that it should bounce a lot and um be great to play on for him, and he will be very fierce against the palms. Then we've got David Warner. He will be opening. Um, probably alongside Marcus Harris. Um, then we've got Nathan Lyon, the best spinner in Australia. So he's going to bowl his offies. Um, w- w- that's that's what he does. And hopefully he can get a few um, in the first Ashes Test at the Gabba. Next we've got Usman Khawaja. The, um, this middle order spot that I've chosen of Usman Khawaja um, versus Travis Head was very difficult um obviously Usman Khawaja has been in better form in the long format but I've just decided that Usman Khawaja um off the back of some great form against um yeah, he's the highest run scorer in the Sheffield Shield 200s a couple 50s so it's been great to see him go about his business but this um test has also played at the Gabba which um Usman Khawaja has thrived on as he um, plays for Queensland and lives in Queensland. So, he will um, play the vital role in playing in Queensland. So, it'll be good to see him back on the test side. Hopefully, um, I'm right for those predictions. And then, next, I've got Marcus Harris. Um, obviously, Will Pekowski is not playing because of another head injury, of another concussion. It's a bit disappointing. Here um, Marcus Harris will um, in my side will open alongside David Warner. And then next, we've got Tim Payne off the back of some controversy and a bit of a scandal cause him to drop the role of the captain. So, he will not be captain. He's just in it for um, the batting and the wicket-keeping. So, he'll be able to come back from injury, hopefully, but he might not be included. This is just my opinion of what will happen. Next, we've got Cam Green. Scored a recent 50 in the Sheffield Shoe, but hasn't been an extraordinary form Um but I've put him in anyway. And then last of the lot, he thrives off Ashes Cricket, off big challenges, and that is Steve Smith. So hopefully we can see him back in full flight and full form in the Test Arena because the last few summers in Australia have not been great for Steve Smith. So it'll be good to see if he just goes berserk against the palms. Um, and that's all we have time for today on predictions. I'll just repeat my 11 again. Pat Cummins, Captain. Minus Labashane, Vice Captain. Josh Hazelwood. Michelle Stark. David Warner. Nathan Lyon. Wiseman Kawaja, Marcus Harris. Tim Payne. Cameron Green. And Steve Smith. So that's what we have for predictions. See you next week. Well, I predict another thing based, another uh, project or another sort of um, thing based on my own opinion so see you next time on predictions on to the next segment of the bailed up podcast welcome to predictions which is also known as review predictions so that's all i have um for um predictions today um and on to predictions so last week on the podcast i um just gave a, uh, not last week, the week before, I just gave an over over line of what I thought the Ashes score would be, I gave a 17 man squad, while the Ashes score they've chosen is a 15 man squad, so mine was, um, I'll insert it in here. Yep, there it is. We have a few um star players a few and there's a few changes that have been made over the past weeks uh, um based on some controversy and those sort of things. So the actual squad for the Ashes 20 um for the Ashes 2021-2022 for the first two tests for the Gabba and the Adelaide test. Um, The actual Ashes squad that has been selected, I will just name it now. It is for the uh, 2021-2022 Ashes, is Tim Payne, captain, obviously not going to be captain of some controversy earlier in the week. Pat Cummins, vice-captain, also will become um, captain based on what has happened in the week. Then we've got Cam Green, Josh Hazelwood, uh, Marcus Harris, Travis Head, Usman Kawaja, Manus Labashain, um Nathan Lyon, obviously one of the great spinners, then Michael Nessa back into the Asher squad for about the third year in a row, hopefully he can break into the team this year, and then we've got Jai Richardson, a, fire, a fired up West Aussie, off the back of some great Red Bull form, so hopefully... He is backed by um, cricket greats like Ricky Ponting to be um, put into the side because they are aiming to rest some of the fast bowlers this season. And then next we've got Steve Smith, uh, Mitchell Stark, Mitchell Swepson um, in the squad. Hopefully he can get a game. He's been in the squad for about three years now. And the next is David Warner, and that's all um, that that has been outlined so that's a 15-man squad i outlined a 17-man squad so um the exclusions um based in comparison from my squad to their squad is um obviously uh matthew wade will pakowski and mark stekety stekety was left out um because i don't know to be quite honest he's been in some great form they just didn't select him which is a bit disappointing for him and then Pekoski is injured. He's got another head injury. And then they just haven't chosen Matthew Wade. He has been in some good form, but they um, he is had an injury that happened the tr- um, the day before the training before the T Twenty World Cup final. So he won't be included in the test. And now that's just the Ashes squad for the first two tests. So it could change around um, for the next the three tests following the first two so it could change and that's um but that's all we have time for today on predictions. we we'll review predictions so see you next time on predictions, and on to the next segment of the fourth episode of the bowed up podcast Welcome to a brand new segment, which is very exciting. It is called "What a Snag." What a Snag is where I talk about a very exciting moment in the week, or a very exciting piece of fielding or anything of batting, um, stuff like that, like a catch or um, piece of wicket keeping, um, those sort of things, or just a great wicket. So I'll be talking about that today. It's very exciting to bring back another new segment. Well, obscure rules will be back next week, but we've just got what a snag to day um now i've seen i've been watching lots of cricket and one uh on saturday night so the 20th of um, november on that night uh brisbane heat um played against um the sydney thunder um in a very thrilling game and george redmayne the keeper for the brisbane heat in some great form all around with the bat and it's just a wonderful keeper um took an amazing stumping um was bowled about a meter um out uh, about um about half a meter down leg side she runs over takes it off and then dives and hits the stumps it was c- very quick hands the, batsman, the batter's bat was just in the air and it was just an amazing piece and amazing stumping to watch. So that's what a snag for today. She said um, earlier, it's been all around the media that she got that sort of a keeping teaching from an England ex-player. So it's great to see that some people are influencing the female game as well. So that's all we have time for today on what a snag. See you back in a future episode where I talk about something amazing that's happening in the cricketing world. Thank you for joining me today on the Bailed Up Podcast. This is a fourth instalment of the Bailed Up podcast, which is very exciting. hope to see you in the coming weeks for a brand new podcast where I will talk about the weekly work, those sort of things, the news, very exciting. And I've just been thinking about making some Bailed Up stickers, so if you think that's a good idea, um, thank you for the support. So that would be great to see some stickers, and I'll get those ready in, def- in the coming months. So see you next time in the bailed up podcast i'll be out to the pavilion